Good afternoon. This is Wilka Nascimento. I am your host, and this is the Leadership Talks podcast. Today, I have a very, very special guest, Osman Quadros. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Wilka. Very happy to be here. I'm super excited because I just uh, found out uh, probably about five minutes ago that we are neighbors in South America. <laughs> That's right. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, in Bolivia, we don't play soccer as, as, as well as uh, Brazil, but we try. Hey, you know, Brazil, <laughs> they need some training lately, you know, for sure. <laughs> but uh, Osman, tell me, um, you also are in the hospitality industry. And how long have you been here in the United States working with the hotels? Yeah, so it's been about uh, close to 27 years, and uh, I was a tennis player, and I was uh, going to be a PE teacher, but once I started to work in hotels, I guess that I just fell in love like most people, and since then, I never left. Oh my gosh, that's awesome, from, um, you know, PE to hotelier, that's an amazing <laughs> story. In 27 years, it just sounds like You got here yesterday, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you're a general manager now. We were you when you started. What position were you in the hotel? Yeah, I literally started from the very, um, you know, from the very bottom. I started as a busboy, and then the server, the bartender, the supervisor, assistant manager, and so forth, so on. But I really I just spent most of my career in food and beverage. Um, While I was working in hotels, I did a little bit. Uh, I spent a few years doing a catering in Washington, D.C. with some of the biggest uh, catering companies. So that was an interesting experience. I never thought that as some of the experience that I gained working for catering companies, I was going to be able to really just kind of like bring back into the hotels. But uh, eventually, once I start, um, you know, just uh, having different roles in hotels, Uh, such as banquets, catering, sales, conventions, convention services, I was able to kind of like merge, you know, all that experience. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I also started from the bottom. So I love that song, start from the bottom, <laughs> now we're here, right? Because <laughs> I think it like it resonates with, you know, the old, the, the back, uh, the back in the days when we were like, just getting fresh from our countries here. Are you first generation? Yes, um, yes you are. Wow, just like me, we have so yeah. much in common. That's <laughs> excellent. Um, so Osman, now you are a GM in a hotel um, in Tyson's Corner, right? And I saw you speaking in a panel where um, John was hosting this week in Washington, D.C. So, you know, shout out here. Um, and Tell me, when you were speaking about culture, right, uh, the hotel culture, how do you um, emphasize and how do you lead, right, your employees? So if you want to, if you don't mind, you know, share with the listeners right now, because that resonated with me so much. And that's, I think we should talk about, you know, the hotel culture many more times than what we, we, we can, the, the many more times as much as we can, because In the end of the day, I don't think it's a topic that people talk so much about it. Yes. So I think that, you know, something that we touch base is the fact that we had the opportunity to work kind of like start from, you know, from, from scratch, right, in whatever capacity and then moving our way up. Uh, I think that that was um, probably one of the most beneficial things that happened to me because throughout the process, let's just say more or less in, you know, 15 years, 
you work in uh, different companies, uh, you work under a lot of different people, uh, you meet, I mean, I think that's also one of the beautiful things about hotels, how many people you meet. And I think that throughout that journey, you start really kind of like learning the do's and don'ts, right? So then there's a, a point in our career that we have the opportunity to, to create a culture around us, you know, as in, in um, probably in a little more than, uh, in an executive role. And then you really kind of like, I really look back and go kind of like, okay, you know what, what, you know, when I was, was when I was a server, when I was, uh, you know, a front desk agent or whatever title I had, you know, things that I wish I had, right? Things that I wish that my boss would do for me, things that I wish the company would do for me, right? So now I think that we're fortunate to be in this position that we can actually make those decisions to benefit, you know, this kind of like the, this this next generation type of thing. Yeah, I think uh, I love also the fact that you said, you know, we have uh, like the uniform example that you gave during the, the panel was like, hey, you know, we have different colors and then you can use and pick whatever you like. What is your favorite? So for me, it was like this is a way that you are also allowing your employee to make sure that they can be themselves at work. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and in this case, again, I'm a little bit. Um... Perhaps I'm fortunate that I'm in a in a boutique hotel, so we can kind of like make those decisions comparing when you are when you when you have a brand that you, you know they have follow different standards. But those are like a, small things, but that, yes, they do make a difference because yes, I always hated it to go to a new job and it's like here's your uniform and it didn't fit well, I didn't like the color, I didn't like you know. So now it's kind of like hey, um, I mean to the team. They can choose their, you know, we give them 10 different type of t-shirts. Uh, and they're like vintage concert t-shirts. And it's like, hey, you know, what band do you like? What band do you identify with, right? So now once you're wearing the t-shirt, you know, uh, then uh, you meet a guest. That's all, already something for them to talk about. It's kind of like that icebreaker. Uh, same thing for housekeepers. You know, I mean, I think that housekeepers, um, I fully understand, you know, the reason why the uniforms are the way they are in most hotels. Uh, in terms of stains and everything else that 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 a housekeeper goes through, but uh, you know my mindset was more like why why do we uh, put a lot of emphasis in food and beverage to look good and front desk to look good, where housekeepers we just have a great uniform, right? So this is where we just came out with different polos and again I want to say more or less eight different uh, different colors and bright colors, you know because uh, again I mean I think that also bright colors bring a level of energy you know, to a room or just to an environment. So then, uh, yeah, and this is where we're like, hey, you can have one of each, you can have seven purple, seven red, seven black. I mean, however you feel more comfortable. Uh, in addition to that, um, perhaps a little bit, uh, you know, kind of like borderline perhaps for some people, but we allow our housekeepers to listen to music while they are working, you know? Uh, we do have some some standards, you know, just so, you know, they, they can only use one headphone just for safety reasons and such. But it's been always throughout, you know, my hotel career is a no-no, right? No, no way, no. Right. You know, how dare you if I find you listening to music? But now it's kind of like, hey, you know, when you are working at the bar as a bartender, you're listening to music. You're in the lobby, you're listening to music when you are from this agent. So if you're a housekeeper, you can also listen to your music, right? So that's a little bit of the mindset back to leadership about a really helping people be themselves, helping people uh, you know, uh, come to work with a good mindset and just uh, having a good shift, right? 
Yeah, in the end of the day, you know, I think also I remember when I first came, you know, I had the same situation. I'm like, why can't we listen to the music while <laughs> we are cleaning the rooms? <laughs> you know, back in the day, I didn't have the fancy AirPods and such, you know. <laughs> But you, the the my manager at the time, she was like, you can, but it's very, not so loud, you know? And then she gave me the explanation. I was like, yeah, okay. But, you know, I think that's an amazing um, approach as well, because again, you know, people are already doing it regardless if you say that yeah. they can or not. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. There is not one hotel during checkout time that you walk through the hallways that you don't listen to some music coming from somewhere right so it's like why not make it a hey it's okay for you to do that it's okay for you to have you know uh, uh i don't know a water with you and or even like a chair behind the front desk right to sit down when it's not busy it's like hello we are all humans you know what do you like i like and i want to be comfortable during work as well right so Osman, uh, what is the, um, tell me who inspired you in the hospitality? Do you have a mentor? Yeah, I mean, I, I was uh, very fortunate to work with some great, uh, with some great leaders. And I have uh, probably three of my old, either BPs or GMs that I work for, you know, that I learned a lot from. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I'm the type of person that likes to just read different biographies from people that I you know, in a way, I wouldn't say admire, but respect, right, in leader, in different leader, leadership roles, right, it can be somebody from the government, somebody from my sports, you know, coaches from sports, I really, I really, um, a lot of uh, professional coaches, regardless of the sport, I think that a lot of the things that they do is very similar to what we do in a hotel when we, when we have teams under us, you know, in terms of just, again, just, um, getting people to be the best they can be inspiring. Um, I mean, again, the, I mean, the coaching, the counseling, and then uh, also developing, you know, developing uh, just, just your team. I think there's nothing more rewarding to see team members that, that perhaps never work in a hotel, and two years later, you see them in supervisory roles and eventually managerial roles. So, so that's kind of like how I think I look at leadership, uh, almost just very similar to a sports team. Yeah, actually, you just made me think of uh, a past general manager, uh, Wes Santos. Huge shout out to him because that's one of his uh, focus when he was leading in the hotel. He wanted to make sure that people was promoted within. So he, you were doing a job at the front desk and he was already training you for your next job, you know, like your next role, your next move. And he would be so proud to say, oh, you know, I've been training uh, XYZ for seven months a year and now she's ready to take this role in it didn't matter if it was in the same hotel or a sister hotel so he was excited and very energetic about that and you know I think one of the challenges you know now boss pandemic right that I hear you know because I'm still in the industry obviously and I'm like listening to people say hey it's a challenge to find people to work, right? Do, did you encounter anything like that or how is it going for you, especially, you know, in the summer? Yes. Um, I think the fact that uh, we are in this case, right? I mean, uh, we opened uh, 10 months ago and an anniversary is just coming up uh, September 21st. But um, I think the fact that we're a new hotel, uh, had, uh, you know, we have very competitive wages. 
and same thing with benefits. You know, I mean, uh, the, the, the hotel is managed by BFSO. BFSO is a very solid, stable company. It's been around for a very long time. And I think that we were able to just, you know, we're fortunate to, uh, to attract uh, just, you know, just talent. And in many cases, uh, uh, team members that never work in a hotel, but they had a lot of different, uh, you know, backgrounds. I mean, I was just talking today with, we hired um, an, an agent for the front desk that was a professional basketball player, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I mean, it's that, it's, it's, it's that type of examples, you know, that, that, uh, that we have experienced. So as much as it takes uh, perhaps a little bit more work and time to train somebody from scratch, the, the benefits are, are endless because, as you know, you have somebody that comes with a whole different uh, level of experience, expertise, and just a different mindset. Yeah, that's amazing. And where do you see, you know, um, your team or how you specifically develop them, you know, to the next role, for example? Yes, uh, I, I believe that the most, uh, you know, the most challenging thing that it just uh, requires, uh, you know, the daily work is consistency, where, you know, you can train someone one day, you can um, inspire and recognize anyone one day, but can you really do that every day, right? So that's kind of like uh, our, our, our target every day. It's like, you know, can we be just a, a little bit better than yesterday? or as good as yesterday at least, but it's kind of like really, really maintaining the same tempo and the same, the same mindset. And then, um, and then I think that, you know, big, you know, hotels for anybody that knows hotels understands that hotels are very complex. Um, perhaps people that don't really know hotels just have really no idea in how much anyone needs to learn to be able to just do uh, quote unquote basic job, you know, such as like, again, if we talk about the front desk or, I mean, anybody just thinks that it's checking people in and out, right? But only we know everything that, 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 that goes around that, key, you know, key, key role. And then uh, we have, um, we have a really nice uh, Japanese restaurant with a really extensive um, uh, bar menu, you know, a lot of bourbons, whiskeys, Japanese whiskeys, sake. So, you know, that you cannot learn everything in, in, in 30 days or 90 days, you know, so it's just constant, constant learning. Uh, but but that's, that's what makes it fun. You know, that's what makes it fun. And we have a great team. I mean, we have an outstanding chef. We have a great beverage director, a great restaurant, restaurants and bar director. So, so, you know, we look, you know, when we talk about the hotel, we say that we just have like a hundred projects, right? Because every team member, including leaders, everybody's a project. Oh, absolutely. And for sure, I'll be checking out the restaurant. I love sushi. I love sake. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be stopping by sometime, you know, for a staycation or so. But uh, do you have any, uh, I know we are running out of time, but do you have any uh, advice for folks that are interested in the hospitality industry? And what would that be? I would say is the best decision that they could ever make. Uh, uh, the hospitality industry is a very rewarding industry, a lot of room for growth, I mean, a lot of room for advancements. Um, and if that individual likes people and that individual is willing to, to work hard, there's nothing that, you know, will stop you, right? I mean, literally, the uh, uh, sky is the limit. Absolutely. And also, I think uh, it's like makes the world goes around, right? Anywhere in the world where you want to go, you have 
a hotel that you can identify yourself and, you know, maybe adventure as well. And, you know, getting that dream job, right? In, I don't know, in Paris, in New York, right? Or even in right. a small town, like we are here in, in the DMV area. But I thank you so much, Osman, for this time. You know, I'm sure your hotel will do fantastic. It will continue to succeed, right? Even past pandemic because you know opening a hotel during this time believe me it's not an easy task <laughs> that's for sure thank you so much it was it was a pleasure to talk to you it was a pleasure and thank you again for listening to the leadership talks have a great day everyone thank you